All right, what's up coach? Welcome back. Now, uh, today it's gonna be a little bit longer video and I'm gonna be sharing 10 lessons that I've learned over the past 10 plus years of being a business owner. And I think today's episode will be really valuable for you, whether you have not started a business or if you have been in business, I think you'll be able to relate to a lot. And I wanna share as much insight here as possible. Now, before we dig into today's episode, I just wanna give a shout out to our sponsor. You can see it here on my computer. It's called Samcart. Samcart is, in my opinion, the world's number one solution for coaches that have any sort of service-based business. If you do uh, private training, group training, camps, clinics, if you sell digital products, doesn't matter. They have saved my business about five, six years ago. Uh, they are awesome and they get recurring billing, checkout pages, everything that you would need um, to crush it with your business. They provide super affordable um, and we have a free trial set up for you. All you have to do is go to my website at buildmysportsbiz.com, tap on the resources button. You can activate a, a free trial there. And here's a crazy stat. There has never been one coach who's reached out to me and asked me about Sam Cart, who's taken the free trial that has told me that they don't like it, right? So every single coach that I've ever recommended that to loves it. Go check it out. Again, you can get the free trial at buildmysportsbiz.com. Click on the resources button, get a free 14 day trial there. All right, now let's dig in here. So my list here of the top 10 I wouldn't say these are in any particular order. All of these things are very important and I knew none of these before I started my business, okay? So I'm just gonna go through one by one and on some of these I'm gonna, I, I have a few stories that I'm gonna share that relate to the points. So number one, getting started is everything, right? Now I will never forget the feeling and anxiety I had in my last job. I hated my last job. Like every time I had to wake up early, I had to hit the road, I had to sit in traffic. Um, I was always doing what someone else wanted me to do all day. Uh, and I always felt like, you know, I, I'm on someone else's schedule. This is not flexible. This is not the thing I want. And I remember I would go to bed frustrated at night and I would wake up frustrated in the morning. And every single time I would go to work, it would be in my head like, dude, I don't need to be doing this anymore. Like, what am I doing with my life? And I felt like that over and over and over. And I remember just early on, like I just didn't have the balls to start my own thing. Like, that's just straight up. Uh, I was scared. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, I was very indecisive. Back then I was very shy. Um, just a very hesitant type of person that that's just how I was. And, uh, when that last job came to an end, I, I realized like, you know what? Like it, it got to a point where I knew I needed to take control and I didn't like, there was just something that happened. I just had a higher sense of urgency at that point to realize, you know what? I'm going to get started. I don't care how I start. I'm going to start. And, it's very comparable to 
Like if you've ever gone to a youth basketball game or a youth soccer game, and these kids are like five or six years old, and everyone's just running around, the parents are going crazy, um, and there's always one kid, right? There's always that one kid who's probably not even that great, but they always find a way to score, right? And they don't care how they score. And there's always that one player that stands out. And this is the same way I look at people who start businesses. Everyone's running around, doing the same thing, nine to five jobs. And then there's a select group of people who just are like, you know what? I don't care how this happens. I'm gonna make this happen, right? And that's really how I felt at the beginning. Um, none of my friends had a business. Um, I wasn't around people who, who thought that way. Um, a lot of people thought it was weird. I realized though, you know what, getting started has to be done. If I don't get started, I'm going to be thinking about this forever and I'm just going to regret it. Right now, if you need help getting started, you should go get my ebook and video series, go to my website, buildmysportsbiz.com. You can find it there. Just scroll down on the homepage. It's called the startup sports um, Academy. Awesome resource. If you have not gotten started, that will point you in the right direction and give you a lot of structure. All right. Number two, you will fail, right? You're gonna fail. There's gonna be things that happen that are uncontrollable. These things are bound to happen. I, I fail all the time still. <laughs> like that, that's part of the game. And I'm gonna tell you a story. I, I don't think I've ever shared this here on YouTube or on our podcast. And looking back at this, this is hilarious. But at the time, I'll never forget how how stressed out I was, how pissed I was. And this made me like really learn a lesson back in the day. All right, here's what happened. I remember I was building my email newsletter. This is something I talk about all the time, like why you should do that. Like I'm not going to dig into that now, but my newsletter started to get, I would say, pretty big in my area. I was consistent writing out content like every week, like, I was getting great responses from parents and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put on a clinic and I, I had done clinics before, um, but I wanted to put on a bigger clinic and I had a lot of people on my email list. So I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to, I'm going to try to set this up to where parents um, who are on my list, I'm going to get them to commit and have like a 90 minute clinic. And I remember, the clinic price was $40, all right? So remember that number, $40, all right? So 90-minute clinic, 40 bucks. I sent out the email, and I remember so many parents got back to me. They're like, yes, we want the spot. Yes, um, save us a spot. And back then, I didn't have SAM card, all right? Back then, it was, hey, if you're going to come to my clinic, you just bring the money or bring the cash or, or cash or check and give it to me at the field. And I remember I had my little uh, Nike backpack I'd always bring out to the field. And parents would like pay me money. I looked like a, like a drug dealer, <laughs> right? They'd pay me money. I'd take the money, I'd go stuff it into my backpack. And that was how I operated my business. And I will tell you, this is, this is fact at least 95% of coaches that start their business do it the exact same way I'm talking about. 
right? And even coaches have been doing it for years, do it that way. You get stuck doing it that way, and you'll see in the rest of the story what happened, right? And I, I remember my goal of this clinic was to have around 30, it was around 30 to 40 kids there. And it wasn't just going to be me. Like I had a friend who was a soccer trainer. He was going to help out. And I reached out to him and I was like, hey, like, I'd love for you to help out. It's going to be a 90-minute session. Uh, I'm probably going to have around 30 to 40 kids there. And we'll split we'll split the, the group up into two groups. You train one group. I train the other group. Um, and here's how much I'll pay you. And I told him I'd pay him like 300 bucks. And uh, so we, I worked out that deal with him. All the parents, there was probably around 50 parents who were like, yes, we want to do this. Um, so I sent another email and I was like, hey, um, those who are interested, you need to text me at this number. So like, again, it's like almost everyone texted me and I was kind of freaking out because I was like, man, I don't know if too many people are going to show up to this thing. I might need to get another coach. And I decided not to get another coach. <laughs> and the, the funniest part was... On the day of, I remember I get out to the field like I always do, 45 minutes early. I set up, my friend shows up to, to help out. Um, and probably like 20 minutes before the clinic starts, uh, I see this Escalade pull up. And there's one of the parents that I know that has been in my program before. Uh, they drop off their two kids and then there's like two other kids that just run out. And... I talked to Miss Jones and, and Miss Jones is like, yeah, there's these two kids that are on Johnny's team. They, they wanted to come today and their parents will be here later and they will pay you. I was like, oh, awesome. I was like, great. I got two new leads. Uh, just made an extra 80 bucks by doing nothing. And this was like 15 to 20 minutes before the clinic started. And my expectation is like everyone gets there at least 10 minutes before to pay and do all of that. And after I talked to Ms. Jones, I walked back to the area where my, where all my stuff is. I look at my phone and I see all these texts from parents. It's like, boom, 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 boom. Hey, we're not going to be able to make it today. Hey, we're not going to be able to make it today. And I was just like, wow, okay. Well, you know, that in my head, I was thinking that's okay because like, I was kind of worried that there'd be too many people. And then like 10 minutes goes by and there's like, just, I was bombarded with texts and emails. And it was like almost every single person who said they were gonna come did not decide to do it. So, and I, I have my calculator here, so I can just do the numbers, all right? I was expecting, all right, I was expecting at least 30 kids to show up. So take $40 times 30, that's $1,200 for a 90 minute session. And I would say most coaches and trainers would kill to have something like that. You work 90 minutes, you have it, you make $1,200, and then I'm gonna take $300 away from that because I was gonna pay my friend, so minus 300. So it was a $900 day that was supposed to be like minimum because I thought there'd be at least 30 to, to 40 kids there. Um, and what ended up happening is the Miss Jones who brought her two kids and then the other two kids that randomly showed up, they were there, no one else was there, right? So. I made 80 bucks from Miss Jones. And then, of course, the two kids that were there, their parents didn't show up. So Miss Jones had to take them home. So they owed me money. So I lost a ton of money that day. And I had to pay my friend $300. Right? Now, here's why 
I'm sharing the story. It's because after that happened, I wasn't like, oh man, I'm just going to quit my business. It was like, all right, dude, that, that really sucked. Whose fault was that? Was that my client's fault? Or was that my fault? That was my fault. The way I set it up put me in a terrible position because I was waiting for people to pay me at the park. And that was the day I realized I can't do that anymore. If this many people say they're interested, they have to pay online. And I remember the next couple of clinics I ran after I switched over to the online process, it's like those went so much better, right? This is why, again, check out the sponsor of our podcast here, Sam Carp. Go to my website. Go check it out. That will save your business. It will change your business. You'll make more money. You'll work with more dedicated clients, all right? So that was one example. I could give you a thousand examples of things I failed at in the past and things I still fail at. But that's a lesson that I, I can just tell you. It's, it's always going to be a personal thing. Like a lot of coaches are afraid to fail and they think it's unavoidable. It, you, you, you can't, or they, they, they think they can't avoid it. The thing is you can't avoid it. Like that's part of the game and it's part of learning. All right. Number three, man, I will tell you, this is like, this is so important. Um, but number three is working on communication skills. Like just personally, if you knew me, you know, 10 plus years ago, I would have never had a YouTube channel. Um, I was terrified to talk to people. I, I mean, there, there's all this stuff. And, and if you know my story, you already know that, so I don't need to repeat it here. But when you focus on communication and you start to get better at that, it doesn't matter how good you are either. Like my communication skills now are a lot better than they were 10 plus years ago. But like, I know they can also get a lot better over the next 10 plus years. So this is why I have this, it's a very simple practice that anyone can do. And all it is, it's you talk to three people per day. Like you force yourself to connect with three people per day in your area. And when you do that, you get better at communicating and more people know about who you are, right? And anyone who's shy or introverted can absolutely succeed if you put your, if you force yourself outside your comfort zone. Like, I'm a very introverted person. You might not think that because I have a bunch of YouTube videos and I, like, I'm all over all the time. But like, if you hang out with me on, on a daily basis, very simple. I, I don't go out and do a bunch of stuff all the time. I focus on my business and I know that in order for me to succeed, I have to communicate, right? And it's no different with you. No, it doesn't matter if you're outgoing or shy or introverted or extroverted, whatever box you try to put yourself in. You have to work on communication. And I will tell you, the moment I started working on that, I improved my business dramatically. All right, huge, huge uh, difference in my business there. All right, next one. Yeah, and I've talked about this before, but you're not a trainer, you're a marketer, right? And here's what I mean by that. You could be the best coach and trainer in the world if no one knows about you, no one cares about you, right? And this is very common, like coaches that, that I've spoken to over the phone, whether it be in one-on-one -on -one consulting or in a group program, they know that they have the goods. They know that they can help clients get results, but no one knows about them. So we work on how can, 
how can we get them in front of more people, right? Going back to what I talked about in the last step, talk to three people per day. Well, that's a great way of just getting yourself out there. Like just make that a habit. But if you are one of those people that thinks, well, I'm a great trainer. Everyone's just going to train with me. I promise you, you're going to fail. Like, I promise you're going to fail. And I'll show you some proof. Like, in my head, I know because I have a lot of experience coaching and training. And I had experience coaching and training before I started my business. Like, I used to do club coaching. I, I, I had experience coaching and training before I started my business. But I know now, it's like, I would say my coaching and training ability is pretty high. Because purely, I, I have a lot of experience, right? But I know for a fact. Like, there's coaches and trainers in my area that live in my city that are better. Like if you looked at their, if you looked at their resume of their playing experience or their coaching experience at, you know, different teams or colleges or pro, whatever, doesn't matter. And, and you stack that up against mine, right? Mine is, is going to show how many clients we've worked with. Theirs is going to show what level they've been at. And on paper, it would look like they're a, probably a better coach than me. And I would, you know, throw my ego to the side here. And I would say, yeah, you know, there are coaches that are absolutely better coaches than me. But when I realized it's not about how great of a coach you are. I mean, yes, you have to be a great coach. But if you're not a good marketer, then you don't have a business, right? And this is the difference. It's like I could take, there's five, I could take five dudes in my area that I feel like are probably better coaches than me. But when it comes down to marketing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run them over like they're a little mosquito on the highway and I'm an 18-wheeler, right? And that's because I chose to spend time learning those skills. And that's the thing. Marketing is a skill. Like copywriting is a skill. Doing videos is a skill. Like that sort of stuff puts you ahead of any competition, but you have to learn it, right? You have to learn it and you can't just rely on being a good coach or a trainer. That's where a lot of people fail. They, they get complacent. They think, well, I'm a good coach. I'm a good trainer. Everyone's going to come to me. It doesn't work that way. Like it just flat out doesn't work that way. You have to be the best marketer in your area. And that's something that, you know, you have time to learn. You have time to get better at that. And you have time to improve on that. All right. Next one here. Yeah, and I had a long interview on my YouTube channel. You could go search it. Uh, I talked to a coach from the UK. His name's Leo. Um, he interviewed me. I posted on my channel. But we talk about being a mentor and the importance of that and, and all that. But this one here is, is you stand out when you're a mentor. You blend in when you're a coach. And here's what I mean by that. Like right now in 2020, and this is post coronavirus, or I mean, this is going on right now, right? There's so many people who want to jump into private training, group training, start their own business. Um, and being an entrepreneur is like cool to a lot of people, right? It's a cool idea. And those who are just like focusing on coaching and training, like that's not, that's not a terrible thing. It's not a bad thing. But there's different levels to helping kids, right? And then when I say helping kids, it's helping clients in, in, your, in your scenario. You can be
be a good coach and help them get results, right? Or you can be the mentor and help them transform where they are now to where they want to be and provide a service that is unmatched, right? And this is why I invest a lot of my time into my clients that I work with. Like if they have questions, I'm going to answer their questions. I know what's going on in their personal lives. It's very important for me to build relationships with my clients, not just coach them. And this is why like I've had a really good track record with my soccer training business over the last 10 plus years is because like I actually spend time getting to know my clients, right? And I wanted to make sure that I'm not just coaching them. I'm someone there who is a resource. When they, when their parents think about soccer, they're like, yep, that's Ben. Like Ben is the guy. Ben is the guy who knows this, 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 and this. And that's what I wanted to prove, right? And that's different than just being a coach. Like anyone can just show up and do an hour session and do and put on a great session. Most people don't want to put in the effort that I put in. And I will tell you, when you put in that extra effort, it, it goes a long distance. Like you can have so much of a, a better business when you step into that mentorship leadership role with the clients that you work with. And my favorite part about that is like people who are lazy will never do that. Like, they, they will never do that. Coaches who genuinely care about kids and their clients, like they're, they're going to do that. They want to do that. Uh, and I will tell you, that's going to be, especially in the next decade, coaches that aren't doing that coming up are going to get weeded out. And I'm excited for that because I feel like if someone doesn't have a great service, it's damaging the, the clients. If someone has a great service, it's going to boost the clients. It's going to give them more confidence. And that's what this industry needs. I feel like this industry needs more coaches who care more about their clients, period. Not just care about posting crap on Instagram uh, about how many clients they have. No. All right. Next one here, number six. Gosh, this is a good one. All right. You are worth more than you think. All right. You're worth way more than you think. And, and it's not just about how much you charge. It's about how you value your time and your service. And this is like really key. But once I realized I'm not selling a service, I'm selling a transformation, right? Selling a transformation to my clients, not selling this come meet with me for an hour type of thing. Once I realized that, my pricing went from like very average to a lot higher. And once I realized that I, I could start to now put more, I would say a higher value on my own time. And now my time is, a, is worth a premium. And did that have anything to do with how good of a coach I was? No, it, it started with me. I had to change my mindset where, you know what? I'm not selling a lesson not selling a session here. I'm selling a transformation. And I've seen coaches, right? This is probably the most extreme example, right? But there's a coach that I've been working with the past couple of years. Like three years ago, he was doing $30 one-on-one -on -one sessions, right? And let's just do the math here. If he met with one client over the course of one month, and they train four times, so once a week, 
right? He made $120, right? Now, because he's changed his program, he has stepped into that mentorship role. He has created way more value outside of a session. Like I helped him realize, dude, you're not selling a session. You're, you're not selling your time. You're selling the transformation. What's the real transformation that your clients are gonna get? Like his program right now for one-on-one -on -one training is $1,500 per month, right? I don't know what percent higher that is versus $120 per month, but like that's at least 10 times more money, right? For one client, right? Am I saying that you can do that? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's up to you. No one's going to tell you how much you can charge, right? You can charge whatever you want. Is your, is your service and is your offer good enough? If it's not, then, you know, you're probably not going to be able to sell for that much. But I'm using that. That's an extreme example. There's many, many coaches. I, I would say over 100 coaches at this point who have gone through our program, who have elevated their price because they start to realize how to package their program in a way that's easy to sell, and for parents, it's one of those things the parents have to realize this is not just a session. This is a transformation that we're getting. All right. And, uh, you know, when you realize how, how valuable your time is, I feel like you start to operate in a different manner. All right. Number seven is be patient and be in it to win it. And here's what I mean by that. I know when I started my business, I told myself, you know what, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to like try to really do anything else. I'm going to make this work. And I knew from day one, like I, there was all these skills I needed to learn. I, I, I needed to learn a lot. I needed to change who I was. That's probably the most important thing. I did change who I was. And just looking back on it, at it, it's like, I know that I just looked at each day as like, it's just a little building block. It's like, well, today I worked on this. I got this done. I'm taking one step closer towards my main goal, right? And when you are super impatient, right? Then it's very easy to get, to get discouraged. And when you get discouraged, your discipline just falls off a cliff. So you have to be very patient. You have to know, well, what, like, how long do I want to dedicate myself to this? That should be something that it's, it's already like in your head. You already know what well, I'm going to for sure make this work. And I'm going to like work on this for this amount of years, this amount of time. And again, this is why like with business, it chews people up who are impatient and people who don't get results right away. Those people often just quit. And it's like that with everything though. Like you can, you can go to the, to the gym on January 1st and you see all these people working out. You see all these people signing up for memberships. You go back to the gym on March 1st and it's like crickets. Well, the only people you're going to see there are the ripped people who've been working out their whole life, right? You're not going to see the people who sign up on January 1st. And it's the same thing with business. It's like when you're completely dedicated to it, then, and you're, and you're patient, you know that over time it's going to work. Like it has to work. It doesn't matter how terrible you are at business at the beginning. Like you get so much better over time. And that's how it's worked for me. I look at any coaches that we've helped in the past. It's exactly how it's worked for them. They get better over time.
And those who are patient always win. Like, they always win. All right, number eight. Man, this is one. If I would have known this before I started my business, I would have been more successful from the beginning. And here's what it is. It's who you spend your time with determines everything and determines your success. And I know there's all these quotes like, if you spend your time around five people, you become the sixth, stuff like that. And all of that's true. It's like who you surround yourself with, who you spend your time with is going to determine how you think about yourself. Like, and, and even if you're one of those people, you're like, oh, I don't care what people think about me. No, the thing is, is like, when you are around four or five other people who don't believe in what you're doing, that starts to feed into how you think. And that feeds into your actions that you probably won't take, right? And I've told this story before, I'll just give the condensed version. Um, but I know back in you know the early days, there's people I hung out, I, I hung out with, um, people that um, I was connected with for old friends, and I knew anytime I spent time around them, it was like awkward for me to talk about my business because none of them had a business. It was like, I was like an alien compared to them. And so anytime I talk about it, it's like, I felt uncomfortable. Uh, I always felt like they were judging me and, and they would say all the time, like, dude, just go get a job. Like, why are you trying to do this stupid thing? <laughs> and it took me time to realize like these people were, very toxic and I remember I remember this like it was yesterday I, I went over to T-Mobile at the time it was either T-Mobile or at and I can't remember and uh, I just went and I just got a new phone number <laughs> like whoever was in contact with me up until that point could not could no longer contact me because they did not have my phone number got a new number reached out to the people I wanted to stay close with said hey here's my new number haven't talked to any of those other idiots since then. And that was a decision I made because I knew I was spending time around the wrong people. And once I started to spend time around the right people, my business started doing better. Like, I mean, think about it. Let's say that, let's say that you want to make more money, for example, right? And you hang around five people who have a terrible relationship with money. They think that they'll never make money. Um, they're always in debt. They're always complaining. Like you're going to be like that. It's impossible to be, to be different. Now, if you hang around five other people who have businesses, they think abundantly, they think different uh, about money. Like you start to feed into how they think and your life starts changing and your mindset starts changing. So it's, it's going to be like that. Whoever you spend your time with, that's who you ultimately you, you become. And I know for me, I just cut the cord. I was like, dude, Life is short. I don't care like if these people are upset that I haven't seen them in the last 10 plus years. Who cares? I'm a happy dude. Like, I don't need that in my life. And I only spend time around people who are positive. That's like something that I do. Um, if someone's negative, I just cut them out of my life. Um, next one here. Gun to the head mentality and hunting. So never explained this before on this YouTube channel or on our podcast, but I remember I, I saw, it was a video a, a while back and this guy was talking about, he was like, well, if someone held a gun to your head, 
and they said that you need to go get clients by <clears throat> 4 o'clock p.m. today. Would you do it? And, and if you didn't get clients, they squeeze the trigger. Like, would you do it? The answer is absolutely yes. Like, you would have a higher sense of urgency. You are going to be willing to go work harder and be more focused and be more disciplined when you have that mentality. It's not something I can teach you. I, I can just tell you that that's something, that's how I operate. Like, I operate with, you know, hey, this month, this is my goal. Hey, I'm going to reach my goal. I'm going to have a high sense of urgency here. No one's going to give me anything. I have to go hunt and go figure it out. And when I say hunt, that just means like, you know, at the beginning of the month, you have to drum up business. You have to do whatever it takes to go get leads and learn and pivot and tweak, follow up with people, whatever it is. And, you know, if you go out to, to the jungle and there's a bunch of lions or whatever, and there's no food. Well, they're all, I mean, they're all going to kill each other. <laughs> it's the only way they're going to be able to eat. So like, if you, I mean, if you boil it down, it's one of those things where here you are, you're a business owner, you have clients all around you. You have social media. It's free. You have, uh, you have everything at your disposal, everything at your fingertips, all in front of you. Every resource you possibly need in 2020 is right here. Um, you, you go watch a bunch of my free YouTube videos, right? You have all of this and those who hunt always win. Those who do nothing, I mean, typically get zero results. So this is why you have to have the gun to the head mentality where it's like, you know what? My sense of urgency is going to be high. Now that doesn't mean that like you have to be thinking like that 24 seven. Like I know for me, I, I don't work on the weekends. I, I, I take time off. I, I spent many years never taking the weekends off. I can do that now because I have my business set up better. Right. But during the workday, yeah, you should have that, that mentality of I'm going to hunt. I'm going to drum up some business today. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to go shoot this video. I'm going to go talk to these three people. I'm going to go get some referrals. I talk to my clients about who else do they know? Like that's a, that's the mentality that you have to have. I did not understand that when I started my business, and I was afraid to do. I was afraid to think that way too, right? I was very passive. Like being a business owner, you have to be very aggressive. And, and I look at you know the landscape of what's happened in 2020 so far. At the beginning of January, I saw a lot of people chilling. A lot of people that were like, ah, man, my business is good. They're laying back on, on their hammock, sipping a whiskey, and life's good. March 1st rolls around, whenever Corona hits, people are freaking out, right? And those who didn't learn how to hunt before that time had a very difficult time. Those who, those who weren't hunting previously, when March came around, they don't know what to do. So they either learned how to hunt during that time or nothing happened. And it's crazy when I say this, but like there's many coaches that were helping. Their businesses were like going like this before Corona. And after Corona, their businesses went like this. They did a lot better because they realized, well, coaches in my area that don't hunt, 
I'm going to get all of our clients during this time because I already know how to hunt, right? And it's a completely different mentality than those who are just very reactive. When you hunt, you're proactive, right? And that's something ultimately like you have to have this like competitive thing within you. And that's why, you know, it's something that you have to have that desire. You have to have that drive. And for me, it all comes down to helping people. It has nothing to do with money. It's like, if you really believe that what you offer can help someone, why would you be shy offering them? Like, why would you just, you know, go through the motions every day and wait around for people to call you when you could press, you can get in front of people as much as you want, right? Last one here, number 10. And again, these aren't in any particular order. I would say though, this one, when I look back at my last decade and decade plus, this has been the most important one for me, all right? And this is get coaching and model success. So when I think of get coaching, I, I, always, I always trace back to my first business coach I had. Um, and I remember, and I've shared this before on my YouTube channel, like what the investment was. Um, I mean, I essentially paid her $400 for 30 minute calls, right? And I know people who haven't invested into a coach before would think that that's outrageous. Looking back at that investment, that was really cheap. Based on the invest or the return that I got, it was very cheap, right? And I remember how nervous I was when I did that. But the reason why it took me a long time to get coaching and for me to want to model success is because I was really stubborn. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna freaking figure this out. I had this chip on my shoulder, like I'm gonna do this. I don't need any help. It's, it's a terrible mentality to have because you don't know what you don't know right? There's, there's always going to be someone who's ahead of you, who's already done the thing that you want to do, right? They've already done the thing you want to do. And there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. Like you can, that's going to take a long time. Most likely it's not going to work. But when you model what someone else has already done, you fast track your success, right? And I can tell you, ever since I made that first investment with my first coach, I realized, you know what? I need to surround myself with people who've already done the thing that I want to do so I can get better at that. And I mean, think about it. When you train your clients, they're, they're, they are paying you to coach them, right? Coaches, every coach should have a coach, right? I'm a big believer in that. Every coach should have a coach. Every like... NBA superstar you could think of has a coach for something. They have a head coach, they probably have a mental coach, they have a nutritional coach, they have a weightlifting coach. And like, as a business owner, you have to have the same mentality. It's like, if you want to strive for greatness and you want to strive for excellence, you should probably start spending money and, and investing your time around people who've already done the thing that you want to do. Now, I'm not saying this just so you join my program. My program isn't for everyone. That's like, very clear. My program isn't for everyone. I will tell you though, my program's helped a lot of coaches succeed. And I know if you're a hard worker, you can be a great fit. And I will tell you on my end, I constantly invest into coaches. I have multiple coaches right now that are helping me with my business, with what I do. And that sort of stuff is a game changer. 
And I would never tell someone to invest in my program unless I have a coach myself. I've had multiple coaches over the last eight, nine years. And what you have to do is you have to put your ego to the side and just be like, you know what? I think I'm not going to just figure this out all by myself. And no one does it that way. Like anyone I've ever been around, and I've, I've been around a lot of people, a lot of business owners, I've gone to a lot of conferences, I've gone to a lot of like speaking engagements and stuff like that. Everyone always has a mentor. And people who figure that out faster generally succeed faster because now they're getting help from someone who's already done it. And I can't stress that enough. That has personally helped me so much with, with the stuff that I do. Um, and I should have started off earlier when I started my business with a business coach. That would have that would have changed so many things. Like I would have saved so much time. Like that story I told you about that clinic, right? That would have never happened if I had a business coach. <laughs> that would have never happened. That was a costly mistake, right? Lost a lot of money that day. Right. So again, those are those are ten lessons that I've learned, and I, I feel like hopefully that, the, that these really help you with what you're doing. And um, if you're interested in this sort of content coming up, uh, I'm gonna probably create more types of videos like this. Uh, I know what we're gonna be doing is uh, one of the things that we're gonna be doing is we are going to be producing longer podcast episodes like this. Um, and you can listen to those on Spotify, uh, you can watch it on YouTube, um, you can listen on iTunes, whatever uh, podcast platforms are out there, you can find it there. Just type in my name, Ben Neighbors, um, and you'll be able to find it. So that's it, guys. Uh, if you have any questions for me, you want to chat with me, I'm really easy to get in touch with, right? and I, I give out my number all the time. My number is 210 960 5771. Best way to get at me is just text me. Just tell me who you are. Um, I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to see how I can help you out. And uh, thanks so much for watching this uh, video or listening. And uh, I'll see you soon.